This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. I'm Sam Scholl. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Everything is customizable these days. Your trading platform can be too. With Thinkorswim, you can customize screeners, charting, and stock forecasts so the market is always tailored to you. You can get started at tdameritrade.com thinkorswim. NASDAQ erases year-to-date gains as tech sell-off persists and treasury yields climb. Stocks slump Thursday after another technology-led sell-off on Wednesday. The Nasdaq ended lower by more than 2%, extending losses for a third straight day after the tech-heavy index dropped 2.7% during the regular session on Wednesday. At session lows, both the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 erased gains for the year-to-date. The Nasdaq also briefly dipped into correction territory intraday before pairing some losses, dropping by more than 10% from a recent record-closing high. The moves lower came even after a new report on weekly unemployment claims came in better than expected, pointing to improving employment trends after a disappointing print on private payroll growth came in just a day earlier. During a public appearance Thursday afternoon, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell failed to affirm that the central bank would immediately work to stave off inflationary pressures. The past several weeks have seen investors increasingly rotate away from the high-growth names that led the markets higher in 2020 given that a greater economic reopening appears imminent and apt to lift stocks badly beaten down last year. Technology stocks came under exceptional selling pressure as traders turned their focus to stocks poised to benefit more directly from an impending economic reopening. At the same time, the recent rapid rise in Treasury yields has also deterred investors from growth stocks, with interest rates closely tied to borrowing costs for companies and consumers. The 10-year Treasury yield climbed to around 1.55% on Thursday following Powell's appearance, with the move higher representing an increase of more than 50 basis points from levels just a month ago. Bank stocks have outperformed, and the S&P 500 financial sector has been among the top performers over the year to date, given that bank profits tend to benefit from higher-rate environments. I think we just have another example of the reality show for finance geeks, and that is bonds behaving badly. Jason Ware, chief investment officer of Albion Financial Group, told Yahoo Finance, And as rates rise, as yields rise, what we're continuing to see is this push against owning growth companies, and in particular, big cap technology. And I think at the outset, that makes sense. It starts to shake some complacency as yields go up, and portfolio managers, especially those that are more short-term oriented, 
start to rethink those positions. Meanwhile, the U.S. Senate continues to debate the details of another coronavirus relief package, with the House of Representatives having advanced President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion proposal last weekend. On Wednesday, the White House agreed with moderate Senate Democrats to tighten the eligibility rules for Americans to receive a $1,400 stimulus check, bringing the maximum income threshold down to $80,000 from $100,000 included in the House bill. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.